Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. I'm good, Santi. Welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast, giving you the incredible information that the Strand has to provide Uh Wealths, <laughs> wealths, wealths. Hello, wealths. A wealth of information that no one dare not risk to repeat. <laughs> no, it's not what I'm saying. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Cape. I'm your host. How is everybody today in the summer? How you doing, Santi? You doing well? Doing well, thank you. <laughs> How was your trip? Was it good? It was great. Caught a lot of fish. Yeah, what kind of fish were those that you sent me? Uh, it's Bat- called porgy here. Porgy but over there, they call it scup. They call it porg in a different. Just in Rhode Island, they call it a different. Uh, I guess in that area, they call it scup. Huh. It was like a nickname, I guess. I don't know. And where in Rhode Island? Uh, I was in Jamestown, so it's like the island right before Newport. It was really nice. I mean, it's right. He's got a nice right yeah. on the water. His, there. Uh, my stepdad's grandfather built, or great uncle built the house, and et cetera, et cetera. It's a great piece of land, though. They used to have an outhouse. No toilets, nothing. You finally got, do you have septic? You have plumbing? Yeah, we have every, everything's normal now. Nice. That's great. I Netflix, mean, that's a beautiful Wi-Fi, shot. All, Usually, know. Santi sends me clips of tips of the, uh, of what we're doing in regards to uh, what we post on social media. He shows them to me, and I look at them, and I'm looking at them, and I see a picture of a fish, and I see a picture of a house. I'm like, are we posting this? And I was like, oh, he's sending me postcards. Yeah. It was nice. Did you, um, did you feel it more relax? Was it relaxing, or what? Did you feel uh, like recharged? I, was, I felt it was fun, but it was just like the the drive there is a little annoying. Obviously, it was also Fourth of July weekend, um, and they closed like one lane on ninety five to like pave it for some reason. This was like Thursday, so yeah. it was like even before the weekend, pretty much. So it was okay. It was just an extra hour of traffic for no reason, you know. And that, that's always tiring a little. So how is your process of vacation? Do you, can you just... Oh, do I just relax and yeah. chill out? Oh, I don't know. I haven't taken too many, even in my other jobs, not too many vacations. Like, I take vacations, but, like, I like to just try not to think about work or try not to think about too many things. I don't, I don't plan my days, like, weeks in advance. I kind of go with the flow. But that's just how I am anyway. Well, you can do that when you're single as well. Yeah, but I have friends that like plan out every single day. Even like when, when they're single, yeah, they're just uh, that way. I don't know, but they like they want to do this, 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 this day, and then they have to go do this. They have the one like they have like an itinerary. I have this one couple. They have an itinerary of every single day of what they're doing, where they're eating. It's kind of type I, A. I think the, I think the normal, I, I whatever the word normal means at this point. I think having a structure is great. I think being too rigid with that structure doesn't allow for creativity. And I think that's like we said with Google. There is a structure, but then they give you open time for, I don't know what it is, 40 minutes a day to be able to be creative and do anything you want to work on because you need that side of your brain. You need to be able to say, I need some structure, but I also need some open time because that's when the great ideas come. Yeah. Or great Anything it may be, not even business. It could be any type of kind of awareness you come to, or some sort of realization you come to. You need that free time. I, I'm speaking of that. I used to have a, somebody that I worked with that would actually write down shower like eight sure. o'clock. Like it was so structured, yeah. 
that now maybe they needed that because usually sometimes you you know whether they be addictive personalities or people that need that structure because uh, when they get off that structure and it leads to bad things but in the best sense of the word the balance is is good right you have an idea what you're going to do you have some goal setting but all of a sudden if you know something leads you in a different direction that day you probably should take it because uh follow your instincts at some point and not say well i was supposed to do this at one o'clock i'm gonna do it sometimes the meeting is uh, going well or sometimes the meeting needs to be cut off and some people need to realize that you don't need to allocate the half an hour you said for the meeting the meeting could be seven minutes uh we could get you know i, I guess this podcast more about time management and how you manage that i think uh the biggest thing is realizing that time is your biggest asset and it's really the only thing everyone shares, right? You have 24 hours in a day. It doesn't matter how much money you have. And Buffett was great about this. He has his calendar. Was Buffett 91 now, Warren Buffett? He has nothing on his calendar. There's rarely anything because it's the only... It's the finite asset. He doesn't have any more time. So he's like, I don't I do I want to budget my time so I know what I'm doing is exactly what I want to do. And I forget, I think it was the book by Seth Godin or was it was it uh, the guy from CD Baby? I forget his name. Uh, Derek Seavers. S- finding time means that when you go and you have an opportunity to do something, whether it be they have a list of ten things. He said it has to be an unresounding 300% yes or it's a no. You ever say kind of yes to something? You say, hey, it may sound interesting. And then when the day comes, you dread it. Mm -hmm. You have to be overwhelmed with yes to say yes. It's got to be such a no-brainer. Like what? Like if you could go surfing right now, is that a yes? Like the waves are great in this yeah, spot. Yeah, all the waves are then yes, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. 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 It's a yes. Yeah. Like what is a anything that's a maybe you shouldn't do. Anything that is kind of like ah, uh, I have a lot of maybes like when I look at tea times in the morning before work. Like I, c- I could have played this morning, but I'm like, do I want to go at, at 7 a.m.? That's and a I'm no. still awake at then 2 a.m. Then it's a kind of a no. Yeah, right? but it's like I could do it, but do I want to do it that badly? It's yeah. got to be an unresounding yeah. yes. Yeah. Your time is so valuable uh, because people will, listen, people will think of it, think of an inbox, right? Think, people will suck your time dry. There's yep. so many there's so many emails you get, so many things you can be reached out by. You have to be able to say, okay, learning to say no. Like punting is the worst. If you ever you ever get anybody that says, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, I got a conference for you to go to. Uh, it's in six months, and I said, uh, I don't know. Let me know. Hit me up uh, in a, in a yeah. few weeks. And you think that they're going to forget, and they bother you again. Yeah, You've yeah. got to give them a hard no. Don't punt. Don't oh, ever yeah, go, yeah. Eh, let me know in a few weeks. I'll let you know. Because it's always a no. Anytime I go, oh, I'll think about it. I'll let you know. It's, that's a no. Yeah, yeah. You never, you don't do that because it's wishy-washy, and then someone's going to bother you again. They go, oh, maybe uh, he's going to do it. Anytime you kind of say, uh eh, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll think about that. Whether it just be going to a restaurant, whether it be going uh, to Vacation a movie. with friends or something. Yeah, something you know, like that. Or, we, I never yeah. want to do that. <laughs> what? Why is that? Vacation with friends. Oh, my God. What was the thing? What's wrong? <laughs> Ruthie, you want to go on vacation with friends? 
No, no that's <laughs> like, she doesn't that's either. Like, uh, Ruthie is like, not a vacation. She, she's, you know, she's lived longer than us. Yeah. She understands what she likes. She doesn't. No, no, you've lived longer <laughs> than us. I don't. I'm not saying you're old. You've lived longer than us, right? You've been yeah. around longer. She knows what she likes. She's right. got good self awareness. She doesn't like to go on vacation. It's the same thing. When I would go to the beach. Uh, I'm making this sound right. If I'm going to go on a vacation, it's got to be better than the experience at home. Oh, so what's well, the yeah. point of going down the beach and crowding your like when you were younger, maybe you're 21, you go to a beach house with a bunch of buddies because you're looking for chicks or whatever and you're having fun. Yeah. That's different. But if you go to a house now down the beach and you're stuck in a small little room and you're basically you just want to be in your own bed, you get yeah, to the yeah. point you're just like, why am I going down here? Yeah. So those kind of things change, but you, ha- so it's got So in other words, what we're saying is it's got to be a hard extreme. Yes. So if I'm going to go on a vacation, it has to be a no brainer of a yes. Instead of saying, all right, we're renting a beach house, come down and stay at the house. I'm like, that doesn't excite me. Yeah. It's just a different time. I'm at a different time. I'm just like, ay, ay, ay. I just want to go in my bed, yeah. read my book and, tr- and chill. Yeah, yeah. Very exciting. But, I think you get older and you're obviously your needs change, but I think that's the thing with time management. When you say yes to something, like we had somebody want to invite us over somewhere, I forget what it was, and I was like, these people are not an unresounding yes. Mm-hmm. I don't look forward to wanting to have a conversation with this person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to drive, maybe stuck in, and everything that happens, I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah. I'm going to be like, why? You don't the really want to go. The why more the you go. fuck did I say yes and to then this? And you'll be grumpy when you get there. Yes. But sometimes, but sometimes, sometimes you get there and you're like, or you, you, you pleasantly you, surprised. You do, you, yeah, pleasantly surprised. So like sometimes you do something you don't want to do it, but then you're there, and then somehow it turns out to be a good thing. You know, rare, maybe, maybe I'm just getting crotchety. I don't know. Maybe that's true, but I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. If you took ten decisions, yeah, how many of those? They're all maybes. Okay. How many of those would you be pleasantly surprised if you made uh, the yes of them? Mm. What's the percentage? Thirty percent. Yeah, I mean you're I lucky 30. at thirty yeah. percent. I'd say eighteen yeah. percent. I'd say one and uh, three quarters are decent, and yeah, you're like, yeah. well, this one was okay. Right. Have you ever had a maybe? You've gone out of the ten, and you've been blown away mm. by the experience. Not that I can remember right now. So we can you can you no. can you can use analytics on this so incredibly well. You got to look at that and go the average amount of times you've had babies. You you said to the yes, and you went back and went, wow, that was an incredible decision. Mm, yeah, no. and the, and the only time really. I've uh, the only time I've said yes to things inside of so it's inside of another yes. So say I say yes to a function that I'm going to do, and I'm excited about it. Inside that function, to be prepared, I need to say yes to a few other things. And I may not be excited about doing them, but they feed to that function. Okay. So you need an example, I think. You're yeah. Listening. So a perfect example is when I, uh, when I do those, uh, when I do the the U.S. Open events, oh. when I interviewed all the players, yeah, right? Yeah. That's okay. an unresounding yes. I want to do that, right? Somebody yeah. asked me to do it. I want to do it. But inside of that, I go, you know what? This is U.S. Open time. I should probably go to the practices, go to the stadium, go to this, go to that. And I'm not super excited to be just gathering all this information. That's work, right, right? Right. I say, but I need to be able to go just in case. And a lot of times in these things, they throw you interviews. They have a list of interviews for you to do. Right. And then they throw you, go, oh, you know, this person is showing up today. 
And ironically, I got to I watched her practice. So that kind of information, that kind of extra work you need to do as part of the unresounding yes is some things you need to do. But if the top of the pyramid is not an unresounding yes, I'm not going to want to do any of that leg work at all. Right. So the it's got to be an unresounding yes for me to be able to say, all right, I got to do this leg work. I don't want to do the, but I like the result of what I'm going to do. So that's mm-hmm. my example of saying, you know, inside the unresounding yes, there's still going to be things that you have to do to get prepared. Yeah. If, if it's sense. work, if it's work. Uh, but, Delegating time is uh, a huge thing, and I think um, I think there's so many books about efficiency and all that stuff. And uh, you, well, here's a question: Yeah, uh, do you believe in? Well, this is funny because I was the other day you texted me and Chris, and I was napping. Um, do you believe in like power naps and stuff like that? Or, like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Good ten minute or any and more than that, I don't know where not I'm like a three if hour I get, No, <laughs> like a three hour and then uh, I just don't know where the fuck I am and yeah, I don't know yeah. what I think a good ten to twelve minute nap is good. You get a little yeah. refresh, a little shot. Yeah, yeah, How long did you nap for? Well, I went golfing in the morning, then I got back from Brooklyn and then I just I don't know, I slept until was it three or something? So yeah. you went golfing in Brooklyn? Yeah, at six AM. Yeah, got home what by course? Like noon. Uh, Marine Park. Was it nice? Nice. That's a decent course. Did you go with friends? I went with a friend, yeah. So that was a yes. I'm not going to drive it. into this. That yeah. was, but here's the thing. It was a maybe at first because I was like, I don't want to drive into this city. Yeah. Because you're then, coming from, yeah. you were coming from Rhode Island, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I was home and then I, no, it was Sunday night. But anyway, but yeah, I came from, I came straight from the Strand, went to Brooklyn. And I was like, I don't want to drive in. It's like a, but it wasn't that bad. It was not too much traffic. It was like 35 minutes through Staten Island, and then he's in, he lives near like Coney Island, that part of Brooklyn. Okay. Did you, yeah. f- oh, speaking of Coney Island, did you watch the hot dog eating contest? I did not, no. Mm-hmm. I heard My son eat. loves that, the Nathan's hot dog eating yeah. contest with Johnny, uh, who, who, I forget the guy who won. It's just ridiculous how many hot dogs. He, yeah. you, he, he only had like, he only ate 63 hot dogs in 10 minutes. It's usually, you know, 74, yeah. 70, whatever yeah. the record they thought he was going to, that's insane. Yeah. It's disgusting, <laughs> Ruthie. That's disgusting. Have you like watched that, Ruthie? The contest? I didn't this year, but yeah. I like how it's they gross. dump the bread in water or whatever. Well, you have to. That's yeah, the so system. You have to down. put it in water because you yeah. can't get down your throat. Yeah, it's gross. That's it's disgusting. <laughs> wet bread. That is an unresounding no for me. I wouldn't want. I can do the hot dog, but I can't do the wet bread. That'd be kind of. I can't. Uh, that's gross. But people want to go to that. Like, I don't want to go to that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to go to Coney Island and watch it and be like, I'm just not interested. I don't know. It's not not for me. But but I think if you're, I think this is a quick podcast, but I think if you're understanding what, I think it it takes self-awareness, it takes clarity, and it takes really, really little balls to carve out what's important to you, and stick to it. And they always say, make a decision that solves a thousand decisions, right? So what does that mean? Mm. Make a decision that solves a thousand other decisions. Well, if I, I would say if it's the right decision to you, then you'll be confident in everything else that you're doing. Does that make sense? No, uh, not or, really. No. But what, what, <laughs> I, what I mean is, so say... Yeah, what do you mean? Something like this. Say, uh, 
we're at work and everybody asks me uh, if I can do this or I can do that. And I ask me if I can do that. Unless I, they go, well, listen, are we allowed to do this? Are we allowed to give a refund? Are we allowed to do that? Are we oh, allowed to give a credit? Oh, oh, oh. And I go, if I just go to everybody, okay, any decision that is under $200 you can make. So it solves right. all those you decisions. Too, yeah. So you don't yeah. have to ask me those questions anymore. Okay. If you have to report to me every uh, question. Okay. So in other words, you try to do those things because it helps clarity. Or just say, right. like, anybody walks in. Whether it be, we are not hiring at this point for the next calendar year, so we don't hire. So no one yeah, bothers yeah. us anymore, okay. right? So Makes sense. those kind of decisions help make all the other ones. Right, right. So you want to start realizing how you can batch your decisions more. So try to batch them so you are making one decision that solved many of them. Yeah, that so, makes sense. So try to think of it that way. Think of it when you're running Pickleball, how you can make one decision for the customer to batch plenty of them. You know, like, question and answers are great, like Q&As, but, or, I mean, uh, frequently asked questions with the F, uh, frequently, uh, FAOs, right? Frequently asked questions, frequently asked questions. You put them on your website when people oh, say, all right, okay, what are the these website. questions that yeah, I have? Yeah. Um, no one reads them, but mm. that's okay. But yeah. you can communicate in a group and say, look, so this is what we're doing. This is yeah, the yeah, rule. Yeah. This is the system. And that way, you don't have to answer each single person what the rule is or what the question is. They know uh, like a 24-hour policy and that's a 24-hour yeah, yeah, yeah. policy and there's and that's it, right? So yep. try to do that. So I think those are the biggest two things for time management for me. It's got to be an unbelievable 100% yes and time management, decide what decisions you can make to batch that solve a thousand other decisions and that'll really help you a lot. Nice. I think that's it. And to hire somebody as good as Ruthie, who's over here in the corner working, who makes all the decisions for me. <laughs> right, Ruth? Right. right. Okay. Well, everybody, I hope that helps. Time management is important. It's the only thing that we all share. We only have 24 hours. You do not have any more time in the day, no matter how much money you have. So use it val valuably uh, and uh, work out in that time. That's just as important. The answers and the action, Santi. I'll see you. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share it with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.